Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to the Simple On Purpose podcast. I'm so glad you're here. These episodes are often all under 20 minutes. I aim to keep them jam-packed with just enough insight, tips, advice, encouragement, stories that will help you get recentered and refocused on the things that really matter to you in your life, simplifying and getting rid of the distractions so that you can show up for the things that matter the most on purpose. Today, I'm talking with my friend Elise, who is a mom of three. She's got a new baby named Lola. Isn't that adorable? So I've gotten to know Elise through a group that we're in, and I just really admire her. I'm really drawn to her. She has this warmth about her. She's so encouraging, and she really has a heart for moms to feel peace in motherhood, real peace. And as she talks about a bit in our chat, it's something that she craved because as she shared, she was living with this mindset that if I'm struggling with motherhood, then I'm doing motherhood well. And who wants freedom from that? I know I do. And we look at social media and the culture, and there seems to be these two ends of the spectrum on what motherhood is. It's either total hot mess, like rolling into the bus stop, chucking frozen waffles out at your kids from the door, and then there's a Pinterest perfect mom. But I say most moms are actually in the middle. I know that's where I am. I know some days my kids are like eating noodles out of a Ziploc bag and I realize that somewhere along the day my underwear had ripped and it's just like floating around on my body loosely with no function and I'm like, what is my life? And then some days the dishes are done, the counters are clear, I'm eating vegetables, (laughs) I'm being active, my kids are feeling kind and we're playing this like family game and it feels so warm and wonderful. Like somewhere in the middle is where my actual life is. And I love to make space for that. I love to make room for that and have grace for that. But okay, this isn't what we're going to talk about. We're talking about decluttering. And Elise shares a lot on decluttering. She has a podcast called The Wholesome Mama Podcast, and she shares a lot about motherhood or the early days of motherhood, postpartum, decluttering, finding peace in motherhood. And I asked her to come on and share her journey, her story about what her decluttering experience was like, how she got started, what she learned, what her takeaways are. And I wanted this because I think these stories are so encouraging. I know when I started my own journey with decluttering that I was looking for these things. I was looking for real moms doing this work and sharing that. So grab a cup of coffee or tea or whatever and enjoy this conversation with my podcast friend, Elise. Elise, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be on here. Yes, I'm so excited you're here. So for those of you who are listening, I met Elise. She has the Wholesome Mama podcast. I met her through a podcasting mastermind that we're a part of. And she is, I want to say token Australian because she just lights up our whole Voxer, our whole day, our whole Zoom calls with her adorable accent. But aside from that, she's got a heart for something that I also have a heart for, and that's helping moms make things simpler in their lives. So Elise, I'm so glad you're here because I think the world just needs more of this message. And let's open up. Tell me a little bit about you. Well, I know about you, but tell people who are listening a little bit about you, who you are and what you do. Yes, so I'm Elise from Australia. It's currently nice and warm down here. And uh, (laughs) we were just talking about the weather and I'm very grateful to be living in Australia where it's nice and sunny. I'm live with my husband and our two, almost three kids, having a third kid next week. Mm -hmm. Um, So life is 
very busy. Our oldest is almost three and a half. So I kind of feel like I've been thrown into the depths of motherhood, but um, that's where really I've found my passion and calling, I guess you could say, to help other mums, particularly um, younger first-time mums. They've really been on my heart lately to help them because I feel like motherhood doesn't come with a handbook and yet we just get thrown into it. So mm-hmm. um, that's why I started the Wholesome Mama. I started as an Instagram and then I thought, oh, yeah, let's give a podcast a go. And so that's been really fun. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, and I'm so glad you did. I really love the topics that you cover. I think they're topics that all moms need to hear. And I was right in the boat you are, had those three kids really soon. And just having that voice in your ear that, you know, it's okay to slow down. It's okay to take a rest. It's okay to have balance in things and pay attention to those things. I think it's just so important. Yeah, totally. So my big thing is that I struggled with motherhood was that I felt like motherhood had to be a struggle that if you were struggling you were doing motherhood well and that just really Mm -hmm. didn't sit right with me so that kind of I guess is where I started this journey of okay well how do I find peace and purpose in my motherhood Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I can do that so now I've got to help other women get out of this I'm a bad mom I have to be a hot mess mindset yes Yeah, I love that. What you said, I thought I had to struggle to be good at it, like to do it right. That is such, such a hurdle that many moms, I don't think even realize that they're in super, super powerful truth bomb. Let's talk a bit about decluttering though. This is something that you help other women through as well. And simplifying your home has led into other things in your life. Like it naturally does. When did you decide you wanted to declutter your home? What was going on for you? So I think for me, it wasn't really a decision of, okay, today I'm going to declutter. It was more (laughs) when I had my son, uh, as I said, I was quite young, still am quite young, but, um, (laughs) and I didn't like our home. So he was, I remember he was about three months old it was a new year and so everyone's talking about the new year resolutions what they're going to do this year um and I just remember sitting in our home one day and just looking around and hating it Mm -hmm. like I didn't like our home and it wasn't like it's a typical first home so it's nothing fancy but I actually didn't like being home and it just kind of clicked in me that something's not right. If I'm not enjoying being home, home to me should be a haven. It should be this beautiful, safe place that we um, feel and create that we can be ourselves. And so Mm -hmm. to sit down with a relatively still newborn baby and look around and go, I really don't like my home. There's just stuff everywhere it's always a mess I just feel like it's chaotic like and so I think then I just went on a bit of a um brain snap and just started getting rid of stuff and so it wasn't an intentional like I didn't know anything about minimalism or simplifying your home or decluttering I didn't even know decluttering was a word then Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) Um, but it was more just going 
I do not have joy and I feel like all this stuff mm-hmm. is taking away the joy because I look at my home and I look at our kitchen and go, oh, my gosh, there's so much mess. And I guess that was causing me stress and anxiety. So I thought, well, if I just get rid of the stuff, then there won't be stuff to clean. Yeah, yeah. And I love that because I think most moms can relate to the feeling like, I don't like my home. I don't like being in my home. And I remember back to me, my solution was to find a new home. So I was always looking online (laughs) at what other homes we could move into, but to bring it back inward and to take action from, you know, maybe this is a stuff problem. Maybe it's what's around me. And if I can start changing what's around me, things will change. Do you feel like the whole process was natural to you? It sounds like it was motivated from this really strong place of wanting to change your space. Yeah. So I'm naturally not an organized, neat and tidy, everything color coded person at all. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say that it came naturally to me, but I guess my motivation was strong enough to override any natural instincts of, um, yeah, not being organised. And one quote that I remember finding in the process because I did start to like Pinterest things and, you know, your Pinterest, Mm -hmm. your home, what these beautiful homes look like. And I remember a quote that came up on a Pinterest search and I still have it saved in my phone and that is that clutter is the physical manifestation of unmade decisions fueled by procrastination. Mm-hmm. And so when you get that, that all the stuff that is accumulated in my home is really me just procrastinating. And if you know me, I am quite good at procrastination. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. So when I realized that, oh, hang on, this is actually a result of all my unmade decisions. Mm-hmm. So my motivation, yeah, kind of was bigger than any um, natural traits that I have to not be um, organized or anything. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to jump into that. It's hard to be like, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to start making decisions now. What do you think helped you keep that along the way? Like you were pinning things. Were you, were you finding any strategy or any mindsets that really like helped you stay motivated? I think it was really, so I did little bits at a time and I just felt good. I started feeling good again. Mm -hmm. I think the, with the mindset, it was around that realizing that this stuff is just another thing that I have to clean, that I have to dust, that I have to put away. Is this actually, and I totally wish that, um, what's her name, Marie Kondo was around. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That that it was on Netflix then because (laughs) that would have made it a lot easier. But, um, But we're asking yourself, you know, is this, actually adding value to my life is this adding value to my family's life so they were some kind of mindset strategies that I would continually ask myself to practically keep going but then once I started and I realized oh actually it's really nice to open the pantry and have it neat and tidy Mm -hmm. well actually it feels really good to walk into my bedroom and not have stuff everywhere 
and have books on the bookshelf where they should be. It's actually really nice to go into the kids' playroom and have toys organised or um, it's really nice to not have washing piled up on the couch for five days. Right. Yeah. So it was, yeah, more of the, I guess for me, and I guess from having that such big motivation, I then started to see the fruit of that, which helped me to keep going. Yeah. When you feel good from it, when you start to see those positive payoffs of doing that hard work, you feel proud, right? You feel like, oh, this is why I did it. This is, this is what I wanted. Yeah. How did your family look like your son was so new? Maybe how did your husband respond to you decluttering? So he got home one day and I had like five big garbage bags of stuff by the door and he just walked in from work and went, what happened here today? Um, but he was he was really good and he I guess more naturally is a very organized person he loves things to be filed and super organized like that Um, so I think he was kind of relieved Mm, yeah (laughs) but but yeah kind of it's been interesting though because there have been times where you know I've just maybe gone and thrown out a bit of stuff without asking him and he's like oh can we just check though so <laughs> yeah just the the whole like should we should I just get rid of it without him knowing yeah that whole question right yeah yeah especially his wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> some things just get lost in the wash <laughs> no, I joke <laughs> yeah yeah so you had kind of decluttered at the beginning of your motherhood journey. How do you think that has helped you in motherhood? How do you think it's impacted you? So I think that for me it's been a constant process and I guess because I'm like I can kind of revert back to just wanting stuff and um, wanting all the nice things. So it's been kind of a constant process but I think having the overall vision for my home and for our life to be free of clutter because I think that the physical clutter impacts the mental clutter Mm -hmm. as well so um, I think that's been had the biggest impact is when the home is uh, clean but not just clean as in like not dirty but like clear mm-hmm. I'm able to think a lot clearer mm-hmm. I'm able to be a lot more present with my kids because I'm not thinking of the 45 other things that I really need to be doing uh, I'm not always trying to clean the house I yeah I just feel like when the house does get and it does still happen because we are not a perfect family but it does still happen where we accumulate stuff still especially things like Christmas where it's just like we've been given all this stuff and go what do we do with all this now and I can feel it in myself when I walk out into the lounge room and there's just stuff again starting to accumulate everywhere we didn't put things away or maybe we haven't given things a spot to put away I can feel that then um, replicating out onto how I parent and even how I am with my husband so I think that the 
physical and mental connection has been the biggest thing. Yeah. And it's so helpful, I think, to make those connections as a mom, when you're in your space and you're feeling stressed, sometimes you just keep riding that stress train and keep piling Mm -hmm. it on. But when you stop and look around and think like, what am I, what do I need right now? Like what's causing me stress? And you can look at your surroundings and say, all of this, all of this makes me feel (laughs) unhappy or whatever that feeling is. That's stressful for me. And you can do something about it often. And maybe a big thing like decluttering. And I love that you say it's a constant process. I think that's one of the the myths that I believed about decluttering. Like once you do it, then it's just done for good. But like you say, like people live here and there's kids and there's holidays and birthdays and whatever. Like it's not something that is one and done. You constantly have to be coming back into it. What other myths do you think that you met along the way that you had believed about decluttering? Uh, I think that one was certainly the biggest one that it was just a once and done mm-hmm. thing and then it would be like simple but yeah kids I love that you said kids live here yeah <laughs> yeah um but some other myths that we believe about decluttering I think really that one big myth is that it's the same size fits all mm-hmm. because what works for me and my home um be that the result of the decluttering or how we go about decluttering is very different to what might work for you and your home or someone else in their home. So, yeah, I think that when you do, particularly because the um, decluttering and minimalism and stuff like that is such a trendy topic Mm -hmm. of late, you can find so many articles telling you, you know, capsule wardrobe, you have to only have this amount. And like, I really like clothes. So for me, a capsule wardrobe does not work because I really like clothes. Yeah. So there's not one, well, this is how this person says I have to do it. So this is the only way. And I think that that is the other really big myth that myth that we can believe about decluttering that it's yeah has to be done this way and this way works for everybody whereas just like anything in life you have to just find what works for you and your family Mm -hmm. so how do you how do you like decide that how do you filter that out as you're going through things how do you decide okay this is what people on instagram tell me minimalism looks like or what pinterest says it looks like but to me what does it look like how do you decide that for yourself Yeah, so I think for you first, the biggest thing is to know what you want because if you don't know what you want and you don't have a vision, I guess it comes back to your vision for what you want for your life, Mm -hmm. for yourself, but also for your family and part of that being for your home, like what do you want your home to look like but what do you want it to feel like? If you don't know that, then you don't have a direction to go in. Whereas if you do know that, then when you are going through things, um, you can then say, like, is this helping bring us closer to our vision? Yes, totally, totally. And so you as a family, like decluttering is one thing, but deciding kind of where you're going ahead of time so you can make these decisions. What I hear you saying is that's a really helpful step 
so that you don't fall into the trap of just trying to copy what everyone else is doing and it's not really working for you. And then you're like, what's wrong with me? Why doesn't my house look like that stark white thing on that I see on Instagram? So I think that's a really great piece of advice is know where you want to be going. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise you are just going to try and copy what they're doing, which and having a guide, I totally recommend having a guide when it comes to things like decluttering because it's so helpful, particularly if you're going from very the very beginning of your house being a mess, you being overwhelmed to wanting to get everything decluttered then totally get some help and um, have a guide with that. But, yeah, if you don't know what it is that you want and don't have that direction, then you're just going to copy someone else and you're copying what their vision is. So it's not going to align with you. So you're not actually going to find that peace or that joy or whatever it is that you're doing this for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big time. And I love that you say a guide. It's not something we think about. We're just looking at stuff on the internet and trying to apply it to ourselves. And it works, right? Like people can do that, but sometimes we just need someone to come into it with us and talk about what's working for us and what's not. And this, I know this is something that you do when you think about the women who you've walked through this with and decluttering yourself and decluttering with other women, what do you think is one struggle that most women have that you would offer them some advice on? Uh, so the biggest struggle that I see women who are trying to declutter is when they start, they feel like they have to go all in straight away, mm-hmm. um, that they have to do the whole entire house that week. And I think that, that that's normally too, well, for pretty well everyone is way too big of a task to undertake. Um, so I when I'm talking with women who are just starting there's two ways that I say you can uh, really start to declutter and one is what's going to give you the most bang for your buck so is doing something like the kitchen where as mothers we are spending how many hours a day well I feel like I spend how many hours a day (laughs) right (laughs) so if I can enjoy being in the kitchen if the pantry isn't just a mess where food has just been thrown in anywhere if we have uh, a place for everything I can really enjoy and that won't stress me out as much as what it might currently look like so that's the first one then the second one is just a quick simple easy win so something like your bathroom where there's not really anything sentimental in there It's mainly just your makeup, your personal care products, some really old nail polish that you've had for the last (laughs) time. Yeah, we might be emotionally attached to the glitter polish. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Well, that's great. Um, But that's just a quick, simple one that can take like 15 to 20 minutes and your bathroom cupboard is done. So that's probably how I say the two ways that you can really start because both of them are going to give you a win uh, and it's just that what is the best way for you to start and if you don't know just go for the bathroom just start there get a small win and then that helps you to keep going 
Yeah, I love that because then you get to feel what it feels like to be like, I did that thing and and my space looks like this and I'm proud of myself and I did that. When you started, what room did you start in? Uh, so I did the kitchen first. Nice. Yeah, because that was, we have an open home. So that was um where I was spending a lot of time. That was where I was feeling really stressed and finding that I was just so unhappy every time I walked into that space. So Right. Yeah. It impacts you when you're looking at it day after day. And, and once you realize that you can do something about it, it's super empowering. Okay. I have a question. Is there anything you got rid of that you miss? Um, I think there's been like maybe one or two pieces of clothing that I'm like, Oh, I really could have worn that today. That would have been, (laughs) but Honestly, no. no. I can't think of anything that I've gotten rid of that I regret. And that's really encouraging because people are just so afraid of what if I need it? What if I want it down the road? And for the most part, yeah, I feel the same. There's a few things that I I could use it, but yeah, you don't have much regret over the freedom that you get from it, right? Yeah, yeah, not at all. And particularly when there are things that you might think of one day that you go, oh, that would have been really handy to have that, like have that appliance that I got rid of, say. Mm-hmm. And but really for that one time that you wish you had it, is it worth you storing it somewhere, all the other things that come along with it for you wanting it that one time? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Right. Yeah. You do have to take out the uh, emotion and the fear from it a little bit and really get objective with yourself, which is hard for sure, but it's, it's worth it. So Elise, thank you so much for coming on. I love hearing real stories from real moms who have just done the work, whether they knew they were decluttering when they did it, but it's something they stuck with. And it's something that, that they find has empowered them in motherhood. I think that's the big message that I hear from you is that it can empower you. You can show up, you can be more present. You can just feel more in control when you take control. I think that's such a great message. So I want you to tell us where everyone can find you. Yes. Uh, So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is at wholesome mama and website is wholesomemama.com. Mama is M U M M A. And uh, the Wholesome Mama podcast. I know you've taught me a new way to spell mama because we don't spell that (laughs) like that here in Canada or America, maybe even. So I love it. It's so cute. All right, Elise, thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. Thank you so much, Elise, for sharing that, sharing your heart and sharing your insights. I find it really encouraging. I know I always feel ready after these conversations to just go and declutter something. Just keep simplifying, keep working at it. You can find Elise at the Wholesome Mama podcast and on Instagram at Wholesome Mama. She has a lot of adorable sleeping baby angel pictures of her brand new sweet little baby. All right. Have a great week, friends.